Hello and welcome to the Self-Improvement Book Club with Rachel. Today's book is The Four Agreements. It's a book on ancient Toltec wisdom and how you can implement it in today's fast and ever-changing world. The Four Agreements, they are number one, be impeccable with your word. Number two, don't take anything personal. Number three, don't make assumptions. And number four, always do your best. Now, this book starts off by giving us a few reasons why we lose touch with our authentic self throughout the process of domestication. So when we are domesticated, we are essentially raised by our family and society and the culture at large. And we are I guess you could say brainwashed into believing we have to act and behave in a certain way because we get praised for when we fit in and we do what we're told by our parents and we get punished when we don't behave according to how either society wishes or our parents wish. So this in turn makes us absorb the beliefs, values, and perspectives of both our family family the culture, and society without questioning them. Therefore, we tend to repress parts of ourselves in order to fit into roles to meet expectations placed upon us. So how do we repress parts of ourselves? Let's say you're really funny. You tell jokes. You like to make people laugh. But your family finds it really annoying because they're more serious and solemn. So every time you tell a joke, they tell you you're not funny or please stop. So essentially, you realize it's not okay to joke around or try to be funny. So you take that part of yourself and you bury it really deep inside and you can't express yourself in that way. So it gets stuck inside of you and you kind of give up on those parts. But they're still there because no parts of us die. They usually transform into something else. But this judgment and criticism and fear-based rules that society or your family gives you can distort how you see yourself and stunt your self-expression. So we take in this message that certain emotions, like you can't cry, or behaviors, you can't ask for what you want, are bad or unacceptable. So we filter out those natural parts of ourselves. And the goal is not to reject all societal norms, but retain the ones that serve you authentically. So with self-awareness, you can choose what you believe about yourself and how you are going to show up in the world. So let's talk about the four agreements and how they can be implemented in your life. So the first agreement in this book is to be impeccable with your words. So your words are important and I do believe they are because the way you speak to yourself and the way you speak to others can have a big impact. So to think about your words and to actually take care with them is very important. So here's some examples of that. You make a mistake at work and your own inner critical voice calls you an idiot. You can reframe this in your own head once you realize hey, I just called myself an idiot. You can take this and reframe it and say, I'm learning and growing. I'll do better next time. And I'm going to learn from this mistake. And you can 
avoid those inner put downs. So instead of calling yourself an idiot, you could also examine like why the mistake happened. Are you too overloaded at work? Are you taking on too much? What's the deeper issue? Like getting curious about why the mistake happened. Like we all have weaknesses, right? Uh, I know I make a lot of little mistakes all the time. And I know, because this is something I've become aware of, it's when I take on too much in my life. When I say yes to too many projects or when I try to do too much all at once, which I seem to do a lot and I'm working on it. But again, that's the self-awareness piece. Okay, this is my Achilles heel here and I'm going to work on it. But I'm going to be patient and loving with myself as I do work on it and not call myself an idiot. Another way you can be impeccable with your words is with other people. So let's say another work example, a colleague shares gossip with you about another coworker. Rather than chiming in about how awful they are and adding to the gossip, you say, I don't participate in gossip. Or you can simply just politely change the subject and just not participate. So you don't even have to say anything. You can just focus your energy somewhere else. So just to give you a summary of some of the important key points of being impeccable with your words is to speak truthfully, avoid gossip, and don't speak against yourself and be more positive with how you speak to yourself, be more compassionate. Your words reflect you. So be mindful of what you say and how you communicate with others as well. The second of the four agreements is not to take things personally. So anyone out there that's a little bit more sensitive, and that is me, I'm a little bit more on the sensitive side. This can be a hard one because you have a lot of feelings and you might naturally take things to heart. But even if you're sensitive, you can separate having lots of feelings from taking things personally. So when you really know yourself and feel very comfortable with yourself and you feel like you are doing what you should be doing in this life, like you have defined your values at the current time and you're living in your values, then you're more likely not to take things personally because you're living in alignment. So you're living in what you consider your true purpose or you feel really proud of the decisions you make and um, what you're doing with yourself. So again, we're all human. So throughout life, this may be higher or lower. And the more we are speaking the truth to ourselves, being honest with ourselves, and, you know, instead of calling ourselves idiots, trying to look deeper at getting curious of why we're doing certain things. And then you can, when you can speak the truth to yourself, you can be honest with yourself. Then you can say, we need to step up and live within our values and actually take the actions that we need to, to be in line with who, who we truly are. Because if someone doesn't want to hang out with you, like one of your good friends stops hanging out with you, stops calling you, stops texting you, and you think, hey, I'm taking this personally because it's something I did, it could 
have nothing to do with you. That friend could have some personal stuff that she's going through, that she is closing up, doesn't want to share, that she can't focus on you. It probably most likely is not about you when people treat you a certain way. And another example is if someone's really in a bad mood and they snap at you and they call you selfish, like maybe you really didn't do anything selfish. They're just in a bad mood. That same person could be in a really great mood a week later and they tell you that you're the greatest person that ever walked the earth. Well, that may not be true either. They're just in a really good mood. So again, taking things personally, it could be just what that person is going through and nothing to do with you. So in a way, getting to know yourself better helps to not think take things personally because you can look inward to identify your values and what principles and qualities matter to you most, then you know, hey, I am human, I make mistakes, but for the most part, I'm on the right path. And then you can explore your strengths, your gifts, what comes naturally to you, and you can do more of what you love and what brings you joy and get clear about your dreams and goals and what future that you're working to create. And that way, if someone steps in and says, hey, your dream of being a rock star one day is really stupid, and I think you should give it up because you should go be a CEO of a company, and that's not what you want to do. You love singing. You know you're good at it. You want to be a rock star. Then you will just brush that off. Like This person has their views on what people should and shouldn't be, and that's okay. Like Let them have their perspective but don't let it throw you off course. So getting to know yourself better and feeling really comfortable with yourself helps you to avoid taking things personally. The next of the four agreements is to not make assumptions. So making assumptions is all about thinking. We think too much. We think we need to figure everything out. We're thinking about the what ifs. We're creating huge dramas in our lives. And every human has the ability to get that brain overacting and thinking a lot. And this brings fear into our lives. Simply put, humans have a need to explain and justify everything. We have a need for knowledge. And we make assumptions to fill our need to know. We don't care whether the knowledge is true or not, truth or fiction. We believe 100% in what we believe. So that's why they say beliefs are so powerful. So there are so many things that the mind cannot explain. So it's not super reliable. That mind of yours, sorry, is not always right. We should question everything. So instead of asking questions when we don't know something, we make all sorts of assumptions. If we ask questions, we won't have to make assumptions. So get clarity on things, ask people things. So instead of thinking you know why your best friend isn't texting you and making these assumptions of why she's mad at you or what happened, ask her, hey, you know, I haven't talked to you in a while. Is everything okay? Is there something I should be aware of? That way we don't make assumptions and we can, we can focus our attention on the truth 
and not what we think the truth is. There is a difference there. Then we can see life as it truly is instead of how we want to see it. Now moving on to the fourth agreement, which is to do your best. Always do your best. It's one that allows the other three agreements to become deeply ingrained habits. So under any circumstance, always do your best, no more or no less. But keep in mind that doing your best is never going to be the same from one moment to the next. So sometimes in life, we're in survival mode. We are just trying to get through the day because of one thing or another, right? Maybe sometimes things happen in your life that cause you to be in survival mode, like your car breaks down, you may lose your job, you know, something something happens to you that just puts you a little bit in that crisis mode. So doing your best in those situations are not going to look the same when things are going more your way. So in your everyday mood, your best can change from one moment to another, from one hour to the next, and from one day to another. Your best will also change with time. So keep doing your best. You make progress, and that is something that you strive for. You don't have to be perfect. You just have to do your best in that moment. Therefore, you never want to overdo it because then you're going to overextend yourself, deplete your body, and go against yourself. This will take you longer to accomplish your goals. So if you've done your best and your inner judge tries to judge you and tell you any different, then you simply are compassionate towards that inner critic and say, you know what, given the circumstances, I have done what I need to do and that is enough. Thank you very much. So always try to use self-compassion as part of your agreement. And if one day you break your agreement and you're really mean to yourself and you're not intentional with your words and you're not doing your best, forgive yourself and move on to the next day and try, try again because you are worth it, my friend. So hopefully you enjoyed the four agreements. If you think this is something that really speaks to you, you can go ahead and pick it up and read all the details for yourself. But I hope you keep reading, keep learning, keep being kind to yourself, and continue on to slay the day. Till next week, have a good one.